Welcome to Talk That Shit Podcast, where culture intersects with sports, politics, entertainment, and lifestyle. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Talk That Shit Podcast with your boy Freeze. Got my homegirl Dandridge in the house. What's going on, Dandridge? Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year. Yes, indeed. 2024. Yeah, ain't got my... My co-host up in here, my man G Khan. What's going on, brother? Uh, nothing. What's happening, people? Uh, happy New Year. Feliz Navi uh, yeah. died. All of that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. As yeah, Rock Kim a... said, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. Man, yes, it has. It has <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it has been a long time, but we are in a whole new year, a whole new possibilities. Uh, for things for people to consider. Let me ask you all this. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Uh, I used to, but now my resolution, I do have one resolution is to be, be a, uh, I'm always a positive person, but sometimes, like Tiffany said, uh, shout out to Tiffany. She up there said, you have to act like an old man. You complaining about everything. So now my New Year's resolution is not to be an old man and stop complaining. <laughs> so that's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> G, do you make New Year's resolutions? I don't, but I have one for freeze. Oh well, that's what not the that? question though. Yeah, no, it yeah. is. Yeah, I made I made I made oh. a New Year's resolution for him. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I we could do that. Yeah, no, okay, you can. Well, what- yeah. <laughs> what is your New Year's resolution for a third party? My well, he he'll know this. So you know, so we had to, we got we got to have a serious moment here. Our our our, our good friend had a uh, cardiac episode here a little while back. That's some reason we've yeah, been gone, and so so Not now cardiac had a heart attack. Different between well, cardiac I was, and I was being okay. Okay, <laughs> I I said I was. <laughs> Yes, I was trying not to divulge all that information, but yes, I ain't got no exactly problem with it. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. So, my so New you're Year's... saying Freeze had a heart attack. That is and correct. That's... Okay. And, and my New Year's resolution is to ensure that he walks a healthy path and loses a little bit of weight so that we don't have that again. So, no, I've always been on that. a little bit of weight. We've been a lot. <laughs> okay, well, God dog, here I am. Look. <laughs> I keep trying to be clandestine. You like it was a heart attack. I'm like, okay. I'm like, lose a little bit of weight. I think I need to lose a lot of weight. Okay. I mean, damn. I'm just trying to <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Hey, you you had me at clandestine. Go back. What's that word mean? I don't know. It just sounded good. Oh, yeah, it definitely no, no. sounded good. Yeah, just use, I, just, right. I just know how to use them in a sentence so that they that they fit appropriately. Now, what they actually mean, I don't know. So. Oh, it definitely sounds good. Well, I do know that health is wealth, and we are all, everyone is aging every day. And what we put in our bodies translates to how our bodies feel, how we feel, how we function. For the most part, I don't know, obviously, where our listening audience is, but for the most part, I would say most of the food that we're not preparing it ourselves is probably trash. Facts. Um, 
And there's so many food deserts just throughout our communities, depending on where you live. And so it's really important to think about healthy habits and how you're able to, what you're able to eat and getting a good proper amount of exercise. Easier said than done, but really critical. Yes, that 30 minutes a day is super critical. I mean, 30 minutes, people like, oh, 30 minutes, man, shit. At a 24-hour day, 30 minutes is not that long, especially when you come to your health. And, G, I appreciate you being clandestine about it. <laughs> I would just yeah, let I mean, the folks know, know man. That, yeah, that, yeah, it was it was a heart attack on Jay-Z's birthday. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank God I was taking my daughter to the airport because had I just taken Tiffany to work, I probably would not be here with y'all right now because I would have came home and gone to sleep. So the fact of the matter is, listen to your body. If something don't feel right, take your ass to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Because I had what was called a widow maker. Only 12% of people who had that and survived. And the thing about it was it felt like gas in my chest. It didn't even feel, it didn't even feel like, like, you know, you see on TV, person have a heart attack clutching the chest. It was nothing like that. I just felt lightheaded and dizzy. So, um, so please listen to your body. Health is wealth. So do that 30 minutes of exercise at least per day because uh, it will save you in the long run instead of now I'm back here going to this cardiac rehab with older people. And I'm like, damn, I'd rather be in my 70s doing this. But I guess if I'm doing it now, I won't have to do it when I'm in my 70s. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get yeah. out here and get healthy but- people. But but to your point, Dan, just know I don't make New Year's resolutions because I just feel like <laughs> people make New Year's resolutions and they first and of all they don't have to keep them. So it's like, what's the point? You just told yourself that at the beginning of the year, like, <laughs> I, I, it's a bunch of shit that needs to be accomplished. Period throughout the course of the year, and you need to accomplish it. Like you shouldn't need a New Year's resolution to do that. If you are, like, I, for instance, at the gym, there'll be people who yeah. Well, these first couple of months are hilarious because everybody is at the gym from January to it's it's a little longer. Now, it used to be they would make it through January. Now it's like January to like March. And then the same people that were in there getting it hard, you don't even see their ass no more. They just straight fall (laughs) off. And then guess what? They make the same New Year's resolution the following fucking year. Yeah. So, I mean, hell. I don't know. I just ain't never been a big. That's just me. But hey, if you make them, that's marvelous. Hopefully, you stick to them and follow through on them. But yeah, no, uh, I haven't. I'm not usually one to do that over here. Well, I don't typically make them either, but I did decide this year to make them. And I'm doing a couple different resolutions with one of my good friends. And she and I are doing um, like a 12-month kind of thing. And I think it's easier when you're doing it with someone else because you have accountability. So this month, we're doing a declutter. And so she's sending me pictures of what she's decluttering. And um, I'm getting ready to start on my declutter. Like, I think that's really helpful to have like a friend and accountability in that space. The other thing that I decided to do, and this isn't necessarily a resolution in as much as I just want this to become a part of my life. I would like to take more risk. I am hugely <laughs> risk adverse. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Cause this is, this is a, that's a huge step. I commend oh, hey, I, I you, Dad. Do your thing. Why are you Do laughing it. at oh, me? Oh, goodness gracious. 
Wait oh, a minute. Ahead. Isn't this a safe space? Didn't we just talk about... <laughs> go ahead. Not, I don't feel safe. Ain't no space safe with safe. me. Shit. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't feel safe. I would like to take more risk. And as the audience follows along, I would like to be held accountable. And I'm going to share on things that I'm doing that I would not ordinarily do that usually is a quick no that I'm probably going to get to some slow yeses. And so that is a thing that I would like to do. <laughs> You're an good. ass. You That's are good. an ass. Oh, goodness. A quick no that you're going to get to some slow yeses? Some slow yeses. <laughs> yes. What is a slow yes? It's not a quick no. <laughs> For sure. But it's, See, not a, not. but it's not a yes. It is. It's a slow yes. Yeah, slow yes. It's not a quick no. So we... It's hey. a yes over five months as opposed to immediate no. <laughs> you can't ah. box in how I get to my yes. It's just not a quick no. And so if I'm not doing a quick no, I'm doing more of a slow yes, I've made progress. That's the goal that I made for myself. Well, no, well okay. Hey. So how, why don't you say you want to make progress towards taking risk? Because to say I'm going to... No, hold on, hold on. Because to say I'm going to take more risk doesn't mean slow no. It means Yes. Saying I'm going to make progress towards taking more risks is different. You get what I'm saying? Because because otherwise that means in the moment you're not going to you're going to say I'm just going to take this risk. I'm not going to process it like I normally would for 75 days and then decide whether or not it's a yes. You're going to say <laughs> it's a risk. So I'm going with the yes right now. So you have taken a lot of like prerogative it just in the short time we've been on here. You've reframed Freeze's goal. You decided to <laughs> no, tell me what to do with my goal. It. I didn't reframe it. I said I, that I was mean, my you goal. Have, you have a whole goal for Freeze. You want me to edit like this is Webster Dictionary. No, my goal is what I said it was going to be. I didn't say be. that. I just said I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing going, what you would do to me. I'm pointing out I'm nuances. Going to take <laughs> more, I'm going to take more risk. And that means that I'm not going to get to a quick no. That means that I may have to get to a, some fast yes, but sometimes it might be a slow yes. So freeze. But that is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Freeze. So what I feel like you're saying is... <laughs> Oh, yeah, Lord. I mean that's that's what I said. All I'm all I'm doing is what you would do. I'm taking, I'm adding a little nuance to what you're saying. That's what you would do. So I'm just saying. I so I by the way, I didn't reframe Freeze's goal. I said that's my goal. So I can't. I, I, that's that's my goal. My goal is to stay on him to make sure that he gets to where he gets to. So that's mine. So I didn't say he had to reframe his. He might still be like I'm straight, but that don't mean I ain't gonna stay on him. And in your case, <laughs> Miss. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, so I'll give you an example of what you said. Like you talking about me, for instance, I took a risk when I left good old generous motors, but I ain't think about that in a long time. I was like, yep, time to go. I was like, cause I, one, I didn't have a lot of time and two, I just knew it was time to be out, but I knew it, but I also knew it was a risk. So that's all I'm saying. But you're talking about you're going to get to some slow. I want to take more risk. I'm going to jump out there. And then you go, yes, that means it's not going to be a hard no, but it's going to be a slow no. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I mean, I think that that's fair. I think that so this isn't this doesn't come from nothing, right? This doesn't happen in a vacuum. True. I appreciate you being able to just say, "I'm just going to take this risk and leave your, you know, your corporate job, you know, paying you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year." Right? There are lots of people that do that. There are lots of people that be like, "I just decided to take the risk and do it." My risk profile doesn't allow me and has never allowed me to do those things because I am a child of poverty. And when you and when you are a child of poverty, sometimes you have a scarcity mindset. And no matter how much you have, that mindset doesn't allow you to move out of the thought process that you're not going to have it anymore. That can cost you in the long run. And that's what I'm working on. I got you. But now I got a question for you. I need you to define child of poverty. Um, in terms of, so I wouldn't say abject poverty. I'm not going to sit here and say that we were going outside eating worms for dinner, right? Certainly not that. But were there times where we didn't have and were there times when we went, went out? 100%. My mother was a single mother of three girls and both of my sisters were teenage moms. So we essentially... My mother had five children all before she was 41. Um, and she never made a lot of money. I think when my mother retired at the height of her career, 30 years, I think she retired making $67,000. So think about that over the time frame of life. It's, it, it, wasn't, it just wasn't a lot to go around. So things just didn't happen. Yeah, no, I get it. I just wanted you to define that because I didn't want people to think you living on the side of the road and like you said. So no, one thing I always had, one hundred percent, I always had housing. I was never homeless. We always had housing. Did the water come on all the time? I mean, you know, did you really need electricity in the summer? You know, it stays brighter, lighter. You know, longer. I mean, there were just things that we had to figure out and had to do without. It, we figured it out. But I think the mm-hmm. impact of that is when you become an adult or when you become self-sufficient, every dollar feels like your last dollar because well, you know what it is to not have that dollar. That dollar. Yeah. Well, I think 100%. It's the black community, period. <laughs> well, it could be. I don't know. I, the black community isn't a monolith, right? So well, I, yes, I think you know, other people may didn't have those experiences. I mean, I went to school with people who were very fortunate and didn't have those experiences, and were very much black living in my community. So let's so change even it to within the majority. My community. Let's change it to the yeah, majority. Fair. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to tell you. I'm not trying to say there weren't people who did not. That that was not their reality. But I'm still saying the majority, even. Even families who whose uh, parents, or I'm, I'm saying families, but whose head of the households were 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 making money and had decent jobs, they still, for the most part, in a lot of instances, were living check to check. Just because we don't had we we didn't we weren't taught that growing up. So, in the same to your point, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, that's our last, right?" So you don't you don't end up. You end up trying to just make sure you're taking care of what you can take care of. So, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. I just was, you know, spurred to explain that. But as an adult and when opportunities come my way, just like opportunities, I'm sure, come your way, freezes away oftentimes, there are people that are inclined to be like, yep, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to figure it out. And, and for me, it's been 
here's the best analogy I can give you. If you came to me and said, Dandridge, give me a hundred dollars, and I guarantee you you won't lose more than ten dollars, but you might get a hundred and fifty back. You are not I'm, giving up that hundred. I'm not giving up that hundred dollars. <laughs> no. Nowhere I'm, close. So, that's I'm not point. giving up. That, now, that, she's going to slow yes it now. <laughs> that's my point. So no, people, that's gonna, so people now no. you understand what I'm saying. Like that is no, that's no, going to no. slow yes scenario. it now. No, no freeze. Actually, I would have quick know that. I think, but now you're going to slow yes it now, right? He said, he said now you're going to slow yes it. And I might now, slow, I might be like, oh, let me think about that, and maybe tomorrow slow I'll yes it. See? It might be a slow yes. And, and yes. by that time, the opportunity is no longer you present. <laughs> so I agree with you, and I think there's opportunity costs in being having a scarcity mindset, and I'm yeah. reflecting on just just choices that I have made, and so that is my goal. And if there's other people that experience it in that way, I welcome them to join me on not having this scarcity mindset anymore. Because I do think it can it can hinder you over a lifetime. It's small choices and they seem small, but with the big picture, they can be pretty monstrous in terms of how the impact that they have on your life. Well, yeah, friends, you know what That's... this means, right? What's that? You know what this means, right? What that mean? Means that Dandridge may finally, possibly, get flued out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no doubt. It would have been a hard no. She may slow yes it now. <laughs> I might slow yes it. Slow oh, yes it. Get me in the DM. I might oh, slow yes it. Oh, we'll have God. to redo the show <laughs> afterwards. We'll have to do another flued out show. <laughs> I might slow yet yeah, definitely quick nose on the fluid out, but you never know. Listen, you never, never know. know. I hear you. You but never you know, what, Daddy, know. To your point, like you said about like I tattooed be fearless on my chest a long time ago to to take more risks or whatnot. And like like you said, it's not it's not the fact that you know, like, oh it's it's not the fact that opportunity scares you or anything like that. It's the fact that, you know, like I got kids. So now it's like, Ooh, I want to take that opportunity, but now nah, I got to take this for the kids. I got to do this for the kids. But after December 4th, and I, I feel the exact same way. Like, you know what? They going to be all right. I'm going to take all the risk I can this year. Every, every doubt that I had in my mind is going to let it dissipate. And I'm just going to go after what I'm going after. Cause Life is too short, you know what I'm saying? You never know when is your time to go or whatnot. And, and like, December 4th was like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm about to go pedal this script that I didn't have for, like, six years. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to pedal this mug. I, instead of me holding back, like, I got this script that I wrote, but I don't want to send it to nobody. That, uh, that changed. And I was sitting in the hospital that night. I was like, you know what? Better pedal this goddamn script. So <laughs> I definitely understand you. I'm definitely going to take more risks this year. I, that's not a resolution. That was just, that was my resolve when I was in the hospital. <laughs> so, Well, I'm, I'm glad that you and I can both share in my goal and we can maybe be accountability partners for each other. For sure. But I think that that's wonderful. But speaking of quick no's, 
your Detroit Lions uh, got dealt a pretty quick no on <laughs> Saturday night, Monday night football. Which they don't it get it was sent, a bullshit. It has sent <laughs> tsunami waves through the city. So, G, why don't you update the fans on what happened? The bullshit. I can talk about it. <laughs> well, so a riveting game was being played at AT and T. Actually, I'm gonna talk like they talk in NFL studio, NFL videos. A riveting performance was going on at AT and T Stadium. <laughs> On Saturday afternoon, all were clad in Cowboys gear at Jerry's World, <laughs> where a coordination of sort was to happen, as the great former Super Bowl winning coach Jimmy Johnson was to be inducted into the Ring of Honor. All Cowboys far and wide from the famous America's team were present. Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, Troy Aikman, Danny White, he doesn't count. That's my dude. Randy White, <laughs> who is also related to Randy, Randy Watson, Jackson Hightown, <laughs> was present. Now, anyway, to get to the game, the, the Cowboys. Wait, before we get to the game, I'm sorry to cut you off. Did anybody see how Emmitt Smith was acting? With this man when he was getting his, what was it, ring of honor? He was like combing his hair and uh, hum- it was uh, very, uh, it was very Stevenish. Yeah, Stevenish. It was very Stevenish. I was going to say it. He was saying, say my man's name. Say my man's name. My man, rest in peace. Very LaFleur. No, it it didn't come off as LaFleur. It came off as like Stevenish, like the type. So you got to, you, Steve, you, you she means Steven from Django. From Django. Yeah, you mean from Django. Ooh. Yes. So she had to clarify. Yeah. They might not have known what you're talking about by just saying Steven. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, he was like grooming his hair. It reminded me, it it took me back to when the police officer was found not guilty. Remember, it was the white lady who went into the home and she shot the gentleman in his own house. Anyway, the bailiff was like combing her hair and rubbing her. Like It was very, very weird. But anyway... That sort of set the tone for the game for me. I was like, oh, this is about to be some bullshit. <laughs> for Joe. Well, well, okay. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know how that took you to it, but it's okay. But <laughs> <laughs> you like, black man grooming white man's hair? Bullshit. Bullshit, I say. The game is over. Ain't no need to turn this shit off. Turn this shit off. I know it's over with now. That sounds like something. Because hey, you know why? Cause you taking more risks, so I get it. I get it. I see how you got there. I see how you got there. But anyway, in regards to the game, the game was a uh, you know by by standards of watching the game, it was a good game. You know, you had the 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 Lions score first. They got a field goal, and then technically they should have been up five to nothing because they should have gotten a safety. But Derek Barnes ran in and just hit Dak with his shoulder. And he bounced off of him and scrambled and then ended up hitting C.D. Lamb for a 92-yard touchdown. 
So they go up seven to seven to three. You know, that was the score at halftime when the uh, alleged grooming incident took place by (laughs) Emmett Smith on Jimmy Johnson. We're going to say alleged because we don't know what the conversation was. But anyway, even though it we and also the reason we say alleged is because clearly you can see something and it can actually not happen <laughs> per this game. And you can see it with your own eyes and it really didn't occur. But uh, we'll get to that. So yes, yes. then the second half begins. You, you were at the game, though, right? No, I didn't end up going because I was still at the house. Yep, yep. That was the plan, though. The plan was for me to be in Jerry's world, but I'm actually glad I wasn't because being a Lions fan and knowing how Cowboys fans are, and for all of my Texas people who are listening to this, Cowboys fans, that is, if you ever walk up to me and I'm not talking shit, and just let me not talk shit, because if you start talking shit to me, I will smack the fuck out of you. (laughs) Now, glad I got that off my chest, so... <laughs> anyway, as I crack my neck. So, as I was saying, so the second half uh plays out and it, you know, it's a, it's a it's a tight contest. Uh the cow the Lions actually run the, like a fake Well, no, I take that back. That was in the first half where they didn't get any points where they ran the fake punt right. and they right. ended up going for it on fourth down. So, uh the Cowboys end up taking the lead. They they scored. The Lions did get another field goal, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And then the Cowboys score and take the lead. Well, now the Lions have an opportunity towards the tail end of the game to drive back down the field and get some points. They were down at this point by six. All right. So they needed a they needed a touchdown. Well, as they they were down by seven, you know, down by seven. Down by seven. I'm I'm sorry, seven. Yes, that's correct. Down by seven because yeah. of because of the field goal. Down by seven. So right. then Jared Goff throws an interception, which technically should have ended the game more or less because of the amount of time that was left on the clock. Now, right. through a some once again horrible refereeing, <laughs> essentially the the and, and through some stupid ass coaching by the Cowboys coach who who. <laughs> Well, no, seriously, the the Lions had yeah. two timeouts or whatever. So right. instead of even when even with the penalty, they so a penalty was called for tripping on the Dallas Cowboys. But if you go back and review, the the Lions, Aiden Hutchinson was a person who attempted to trip. Now he didn't actually trip him, but he attempted to. Okay, so if a penalty was going to be thrown, it should have been thrown on the Lions. In which case, that would have been a first down, and now they would have just been able to run the clock out. But instead. The penalty was called on the Cowboys. It backed them up. Now, they still could have run the ball because they were in field goal range, which would have caused the Lions to have to use all their timeouts. But for some odd reason, McCartney decided he wanted to throw three straight right. times. <laughs> right. The second time he threw was incomplete, which stopped the clock. So then on third down, the Lions had one timeout. On third down, when he ran a play, uh, the Lions stopped it short. They called a timeout, mm-hmm. meaning – that they would get the ball back with at least a minute and 40-something seconds where if they, in all actuality, what should have happened is either they should not have gotten the ball back if the penalty had been called, or even if they held them, they shouldn't have got, they would have got the ball back with maybe 35 seconds left to play, right. which is a big right. difference. With no timeout, 35 uh, yeah. seconds to play, no timeouts to drive the length of the field to get a touchdown, yeah. it's, it's almost yeah, impossible, impossible, almost, right. but not quite. 
So anyway, Lions get the ball back and promptly drive right down the field, score a touchdown with 23 seconds remaining, and yep. then decide we're going to go, go for, for the win. Go for two! We're going to win. We're going to go for the win. We're not going to, you know, dilly-dally around here. Yeah, play, not play for overtime. We're not going to kick the extra point. So they they go out. They run what appears to be a marvelously well-scripted two-point conversion play that is that is mm-hmm. is good. So yes. now everyone celebrates, at least from a Lions perspective. Everyone Everybody. celebrates and say they think it's over. They think the I don't know if this week. I, personally, I'm not gonna say that the game was over because I the Cowboys still may have won. Ironically, but the percentages for the Lions to win is pretty high after that. So then, about not immediately, but a little bit later, a flag right, right. comes That's out right. on the right. field. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, oh man, that uh. That's got to be on the other team. It's so late. Right. Like, they would have thrown it on us immediately. Well, exactly. come to find out, they say illegal touching because they say that Decker, who is, an off, who, who is an offensive tackle, did not report. Now, for those of you who don't know about football, you have, you have eligible numbers on the end of the line of scrimmage that can catch a pass. If you are going to have somebody at the end of the line of scrimmage that is that has an uneligible number, then they must report to the referee as eligible so that the referee right. can then notify the defense that this person is in an eligible position and can go out for a pass. So, initially, I was like, man, that's crazy. I'm like, oh, man, we didn't, he didn't report. But then they show footage of him walking over and reporting. The referee does not see. Well, he's right in front of the referee, so he should have seen him. And then as this is happening, because it's more of a smoke screen, the Lions are running a – they're running uh, Dan Skipper on, who for the most part of the game – for most of the game has reported as the eligible receiver. So right. as we like to say, they it was a little – it was window dressing. Now, doesn't mean that – this is my counter. It doesn't – I would not have been upset if the appropriate person, if they got the appropriate person right in terms of who reported and the Lions ran the play and they just didn't get it. I'd have been like, cool, they lost the game, right? Right. But for them to do what they were supposed to do and then them to procedurally get it wrong, it's not a judgment call. This wasn't... No, nope. this This wasn't a personal foul, a pass interference you know, a holding call where it's a judgment call by the official. This was a procedural error and a procedural error is what tanked them. And that's the part mm-hmm. that I have a, had a hard time with. Now, now Lions, I mean, Cowboys fans will tell you, well, if they had known 68 was the, was the eligible receiver, they would have covered him and they probably would have. So like, so I can't say that they wouldn't, but that don't mean that they still wouldn't have scored, but you don't know. And the flip side of that too, is even if the Lions, even if that stands, there was 23 seconds left. The Cowboys had one timeout. Their kicker, unfortunately, can is accurate as hell from probably about 65, 70 yards. So really, <laughs> I, I ain't, and I ain't lying. So really, it's it's a it, there is a possibility that, if especially like let's say you kick the ball out the back of the end zone, right? Which mm-hmm. is probably the smartest thing to do because their kick returner right. is really good, pretty fast right? too, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you 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 then they get the ball at the 25. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They get the ball at the 25. If they get a 15-yard play, right, mm-hmm. they call a timeout. Mm-hmm. 
They got one more. Play, they got one more time, right? Where they can probably throw the ball, yeah. run a play, clock it, and get up there and kick a field goal if, if you know, yeah. if possible. So what I'm saying is, it may not have necessarily been. It was close. It probably would have been a win for the Lions, but it may not have been at the same time. So, yeah. Anyway, that's enough. <laughs> so I have a, I have a question. I have two questions. Not the football enthusiast that you both are. So here's my first question. Why is something that appears to be such a serious procedural requirement left to a pretty lackadaisical process to like, like why is that not a more standardized process that there is no room for error and who reports who's eligible? So in this particular instance, they really, the, the clock was stopped. The play was a dead ball play, meaning the time isn't running. So there was no reason for the official to rush. He could have just stood there and taken his time and been like, so you're, you're eligible. Okay. You're reporting. Mm-hmm. And fine. Now during the course of the game, the clock is running. So sometimes like, you know, what typically happens is you don't even have to walk up to the official and say reporting. You can just wipe the front of your Jersey. Look at them. You make sure they got, you got their attention. He wiped the front of their Jersey. And then they say, that means that person is eligible, but that is really probably done in the interest of time. So that, the, you know, that it doesn't take that much time off the clock and you can keep the play running. Cause it's also happening while the play clock is going. So, I mean the, the play clock for the play, not just the, the clock in the stadium that has the uh, time for the game. Mm-hmm. I well, I think that's my question, though. Yeah. yeah, for something that's such an important, and in this instance, game determinative, why is it as loosey-goosey as I could walk up and rub my chest? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I, I feel, feel like did. something as critical as this, there has to be a different procedure that there, it doesn't leave any room for confusion because either one or two things happen, right? Either the ref got it wrong and confused number 68 and 70. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> or, which, which is what Cowboys fans and other people are saying, is that the Lions were trying to purposely deceive them. And they were. And, and, it, and in turn, trick the ref. But again, if if you have something more standardized you you lose that margin of error that's that i just don't understand why and maybe they'll think about it or come well actually no, no the they NFL won't they already doubled, said they don't give a damn they won't they don't yeah give they've a damn. doubled down double down but like it's hard it's it's very contradicting though because they've doubled down saying hey this is what you need to do to declare an, an eligible player as if the lions didn't do what they needed to do to declare an right. eligible player but the contradiction of that is then they then remove that co- the ref, that reference squad from further games. So they did not. Yeah. He, well, they, the story say, was that the, the story was, yeah, the story was, was Saturday. They, the story was that, that they were going to, they wouldn't be eligible to ref the playoffs. Right. They were going to be downgraded. And typically that right. means you wouldn't get another like primetime game either, but that's not the case. Cause they got the Ravens and the Steelers yep. on Saturday. Steelers. Same. Sure do. So, so much for Same that. Oh, so but then there is no contradiction because I was Pretty going much. to say if you if you're persisting that you didn't like like 
eligibility, like declare your eligibility appropriately, then you can't also downgrade the team. So maybe a rumor just took its legs. So here's been my second question. And I'm guessing this is just a coaching call. But why didn't, when the play got called back, wouldn't it have made more sense for him to just kick the field goal, tie the game, and to go into overtime instead of risking it all on trying to get yes, to? Yes, it would have made more sense. But this is gambling. This is gambling man Dan right here. And he was going for the win, and he said, fuck it, and I'm going for two. Even when they gave him another chance. This motherfucker. I love Dan Campbell, don't get me wrong, but some of the gambles take the goddamn points. God. Anyway. Well, well take the <laughs> take the take the he should have taken the points when they were down there and it yes. was seven to three. I, I didn't yes. I didn't have a problem with the two point conversion. I'm gonna tell you why. It, it, the, it, even time? When it got, it, the third time either. I'm gonna tell you why. The third you're playing you're you're playing on the road. Uh-huh. Right? You so one, you're playing on a road. You're in a hostile environment. So let's either win or lose and go home. That's that's one part of that. It's this all plays in together. The second portion of this is you are either going to be the three seed. You can't go any lower than the three seed, right? Sure. You got one more week to play. I am not going to play an extra quarter where I run the risk of somebody getting hurt. Yeah. That can't play in the that can't play in the playoffs because it's not that, that it's not that it's not that deep. Like I didn't I, I what I what I stood to lose was more than what I stood to gain. Stood to gain. I see that. You get what I'm that. saying? You play a whole yeah. other quarter and one of them offensive yeah. linemen go down or oh, a cornerback yeah. blows his knee out. I'm just you know heaven mm-hmm. forbid. I'm just saying. Now you did well, all yeah, of that. back twisted. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm just saying yeah. you did you did all of that to beat the Dallas Cowboys. And possibly be the two seed, but now you the two seed and you ain't got your key player, so it doesn't matter. So I didn't have a problem with it. I was, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think if this had been a regular, if this had been week seven, week six, he kicks the the, he kicks the field goal and they go to overtime. But in week seventeen, you got one more week to play, and in his playoffs, Mm -hmm. we either win or we lose, and we're gonna go home, and that's it. And I was cool with that because it's not because it didn't have a drastic it didn't have a drastic impact. Like I mean, yeah. the impact is yes, you could have had two home playoff games if you won, but the flip side of that is you still got a home playoff game. You win your playoff game. Clearly, playing on the road doesn't affect you because they really yeah. should have won that game. And up until yeah. now, they had only lost two like two road games. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with that in the grand scheme. I of can things. see it now. I I see that now. But it still pissed me off. He didn't go for the field goal in the first half. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, you could have taken yeah. now that one he could have taken because it would have been seven to six, right? A little right. bit different scenario. Now, guess what? At the end of the game, you score that touchdown, you do kick the field goal because you're up field by goal. three. <laughs> yep. 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 Right? Yep. Or yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's an extra, that would have been an extra. Three point. Well, heck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extra three points. Yeah, you yeah. been up by three. Three points. Yeah, yep. I just yep. making sure I had. Well, <laughs> like all things Detroit, um, everybody versus Detroit. There are now billboards. Right. <laughs> yes, Decker reported <laughs> that have been that have been erected around the city. Is that the right word? Erected. I don't know yeah. if that's the right yeah. word. Anyway, which state? Decker reported. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> and they are also challenging the the Lions' overall record. Right. Crossed um, out the 11. <laughs> put 12 and 4. <laughs> I just saw it on 75. <laughs> I just saw it. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, we do that in Detroit because uh, remember, we, we refer to the Pistons' 04 victory as a five game sweep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember, remember they won, they won in five, but you know a sweep yeah. is usually four, but we call it a five game sweep because the Lakers won in overtime in game two and barely won, yeah. so we say it's a five yeah. game sweep. So there's really no such yeah. thing, but hey, I guess that's what we do. Now on the flip side of this, the only reason that this is um it, it gets Lions fans the way hot and bothered the way it does is because we have been on the receiving end of getting fucked from the official yes. play officials in Dallas, an inordinate every. amount of times. <sighs> well, in Dallas, but just period, an inordinate yeah. amount of times. Like, we could, mm-hmm. if we were to sit here and cite all of them, you know, people would just, you wouldn't believe it. So, it's no reason to go through all of them. But, guess what? I'll go through a few. Uh, Calvin Johnson <laughs> catches right? a pass in 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 Chicago, where he comes down with two feet, a butt, and everything else, he sits the ball down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Typically, that is a touchdown, and they say he doesn't complete the process of the catch. The Lions lose the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. In Dallas. Got, well, in hold on. Dallas no, I got to before we get there. Yeah, before we uh, get there. Yeah, before we get uh, there. We got Indomitian Sue in Dallas. Though, oh, tackling, damn. Tackling, oh, tackling yes. Barber by his hair, which is yeah. legal. And they throw a personal foul on that in the close game, and they end up scoring a touchdown, and they win that game. Uh, we've also got Calvin Johnson against Seattle on a Monday night where he fumbles, and they bat the ball out the back of the end zone. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they say, oh, we didn't see him bat the ball out the back of the end zone because that was a penalty against Seattle, and the Lions would have won that game. Uh, there's also Golden Tate, who scores a touchdown in the final seconds against Atlanta. And it's ruled a touchdown on the field. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then they come back and they say, oh, it's not a touchdown. And guess what? We got a 10-second runoff. Ball game over. So you don't even get a chance to go for it again <laughs> yeah. on the goal line. <laughs> yeah. Dallas, we got the flag that was picked up. Person, I mean, pass interference call, trotted down the field. It marked yeah. off and everything, and it is picked up. So the point I'm trying to make here is we got a whole <laughs> bunch of instances. So forgive us, America, if we feel that we are targeted or a bit shell-shocked now to that point i have my my sources as one of my good friends like to say my sources tell me that sheila hemp ford is actually i don't know about right this moment but she was going to new york today to meet with mr roger goodell to have a discussion with him about the disparity or what it appears to be now she's not saying that that is rigged but she's just saying that on, if you look at the stats, this happens to us more than any other NFL any other team. team. And, Facts. And, and, and either there needs to be better training for the officials or we need to start getting the A group officiating group a little bit more. But personally, what this all comes down, in my opinion, is the NFL being cheap again because the NFL is the only major professional sports league that doesn't have full-time referees. So, my man Allen, you know, after he got through with the game Saturday, hell on Tuesday, he was back at State Farm doing his uh <laughs> his nine to five. I mean, so you can't expect 
you can't expect the dude that's the crossing guard or a state farm or, you know, I just, the milk delivery man, the milk doesn't get delivered anymore, but you get my point. <laughs> to, to be on the field and be able to, like, know every nuance and keep up with everything. But if that was what they did for, as a full-time job, it's going to be different. It's human, you know, there's human error involved. So people are still going to miss some things, but not to this degree. <laughs> well, I hope that the NCAA has full-time coaches because there is a doozy coming up on Monday. Well, you mean refs, 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 full-time refs. I'm sorry, yeah. yes, refs. And I'm guessing the state of Michigan will be going blue. Gerald, what, what are you taking? Uh, unfortunately, Michigan will win. It's unfortunate. Unfortunately. You know, G rep the NW. I don't fuck with Michigan either. No. Go blue. Yes. I'll ride with them this time because it's a big 10 and they'll probably, they should win the national championship. So I'm going to say that now. Ask me if I'll be overjoyed and excited for them and their fan base who can. <laughs> I'm gonna keep me. it. Let me put it to you like this: Michigan fans are actually like cowboy fans. That's why I can't stand either one of them. But anyway, oh, with that being said, no. they are. No, they are. They are. Oh. Most of them have never set foot on the campus either. That's a whole nother discussion uh, that we'll talk about. We're not talking about the Walmart Wolverines. We talking about Wolverine fans. They still fans, though, now, man. Now, like I said, I have several <laughs> boys who play, so I'm cool with them. I, I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm <laughs> for the actual players. Yes, I, I am. But for those who will be reveling and be excited about it, that I have to talk to for the next year. Yes, going to be horrible. <laughs> now, do you think that this will be? Harbaugh's out every year. They talk about him being, or or I think he's even interviewed for head coaching jobs back in the NFL. Do you think he'll come for? He'll get the bag, right? He got the Big Ten championship. He probably will win the national championship. Do you think he'll leave on a on a high note? Uh, it would be in his best interest because he's going he's going to be suspended next year. Wow! So it would be in his be best interest. Again? Yeah, the NCAA. Yeah. That was the Big Ten that suspended him. The NCAA been oh. suspending. He's gonna be suspended again. This way, he can avoid suspension. Yeah. Now, we'll see what happens. Where he was supposed to be tagged, I, 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 he may not have a choice though. He may have to stay at Michigan because the NFL openings. I'm not so sure that Chicago is gonna fire their coach now because they played well mm. down the stretch. And that would have been like a, a, a good opening for him. Carolina, no. I don't see him going there. And wherever yeah, else, it's def, definitely not uh, San Diego. I mean, uh, the L.A. Chargers yeah, now. Yeah, L.A. Chargers. So that's, <laughs> Def, they, yeah. they, I think they're going for Belichick. Well, I'm just saying, I don't, I, I think uh, I don't think anybody going for Belichick, actually. I think they're going to let 70. I think they're going to let 78-year-old Bill sit down somewhere and continue to look like he is the <laughs> extra for the dark I've Sith never, Lord. I've never seen him smile. That's why that's why I said no. extra for the dark you know you know the evil Emperor Emperor Constantine right. from yes. Star Wars. Let that's, the hate go that's, through that's, you. <laughs> yeah. Use your evil feelings, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but aren't won't the Raiders need someone or have they hired someone? They bullshit they didn't but hire. they pro- 
Well, they, they haven't they hired Pierce. They should, they but they should have. But they should, but they but, haven't. Uh, but that's not a spot. Like what I'm saying is, some places, some places match up with like people's idea. philosophy yeah. and ideology. Yeah. I don't think that uh, of the only opening that I think that would have really fit him was the Chicago. Bears. Yeah. Because when he played there, you know, when he could, you know, he could also just kind of hang his hat on this whole blue collar, you know, thing. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see any of those. I mean, it doesn't mean he won't go or they won't offer him a job. I'm just saying, it's just my personal opinion. And ain't that far away. He can, he only five hours away. Go ahead and take that, <laughs> take that, take that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think well, it's going to be offered though. So that's the thing. Uh, well, how long he's, fire, he's, he's been at? He's been at Michigan. Has it been ten years now? Mm. Oh goodness! Is it's it been a wow? Oh, good lord! It, has I it been that it long? Let's, let's go. Wow. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Google. I mean, it's been a while, and he hadn't wow. won anything, which was the huge criticism of him because he had these really like large contracts and hadn't won anything. So maybe let's yeah. see. So he returned to years, U of M. Though. He returned to U of M in 2015. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's almost ten years. Almost ten years, yeah, almost. I remember him losing yeah, to be... uh, Urban Meyer for a minute, and then he lost that one year with Ryan Day, and he was talking about people on third base scoring, thinking they hit home runs, and he'd been killing Ryan Day ever since. <laughs> well, no, he <laughs> so... didn't. He, he never lost to Urban Meyer. Yes, he did. He never played. No, he didn't. Urban Meyer was gone by then. You talking about Trestle? Or oh, was it Trestle. Urban Meyer? Okay. Yeah, Trestle. Was it Urban Meyer? Bad. You might be right. I thought. No, I thought it was. Right. Hold on. Yeah, I thought it. You may I be right. Urban Meyer but was when they killed think... him that first couple years. You could know. be right. I may have it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I might have it backwards. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, because yeah, because everybody was talking about. Let's see when the hell he left. We're gonna see right now. Yeah, you probably right. Trestle was before Urban Meyer. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was there because he was. Urban Meyer was there to 2018. So the first three years he was kicking his. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. You right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you got me. Because I remember. Because I remember I said when he finally when he when Urban Meyer retired and Ryan Day won that next year. The next year after that, uh, Harbaugh won and was talking about. Yeah, you know, people on third base thinking they scored home runs and nah, that ain't it. They've <laughs> been beating well, Urban, uh, Ryan Day ever since. <laughs> well, no, no, not ever since they beat he, yeah. he. They just they've just won the last two, the last three. Well, last okay, last, so last three, last but that's three. not ever yeah. since. But as I was saying, Ryan Day won that one year, and that was, and after that, he has won ever since. Gee, count the days. I just I'm, I'm right on my. Well, my, that's my still math, brother. that's only, but that's Ryan Day only beat only beat him one time, and then Harbaugh won the next three. That's oh, okay. ever since. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then the next three. Yeah. Well, you can't yeah. can't what's the name though. So there you have it. I mean, I, I you can't say. I will. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> well, if I if I'm speaking if I'm over there, of real real quick though, then if I'm stealing plays, I should win the next three. So ah, uh, <laughs> there you go with the shot at Harbaugh. Hey, he still wow. won. Hey, look, Alabama ain't got no excuse. He, he didn't steal their place. <laughs> no, Alabama just wasn't good this year. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've been saying since the beginning of the season, if if this if it Michigan was to win a national championship, this is the year to do it because no team there was no team that was just head and, head and shoulders above anybody else in my opinion. Alabama wasn't that good. Georgia wasn't that good either. So mm-hmm. now I would it would have been interesting to see what a fully healthy Florida, Florida State, State might have been able to do, but you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. What were you about to say, Daniel? Well. I was wondering about, in terms of getting beat, is Kevin Hart going to succeed in his lawsuit against Tasha Kay? Y'all boy find himself in the most trouble year after year after year. (laughs) Somebody need to help him. So if I understand, Tasha Kay somehow comes in contact with Kevin Hart's ex Assistant. Some somehow. That's all somehow. she doing. That's all she doing is talking to assistants. So go ahead. Not somehow. Somehow. <laughs> which I then begin to wonder about NDAs and things of that nature because I'm reflecting on Kevin Hart's last scandal. Right. When the hotel room, right? And then someone leaked the video. It was weird. One of his friends again. Right. One of his friends, yep, leaks this video and tries to. <laughs> that's I don't not know. a friend, but anyway, go ahead. No, of course. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's what. But at the time, he assumed that person was his friend. So here we have Kevin Hart's assistant who goes on Tasha K's show, and I don't know much about Tasha K's. I understand they were like she was working at a restaurant, and then she became like Wendy Williams Jr. and begins to make all these allegations about Kevin Hart. Um, multiple cheating allegations, gambling addiction allegations, etc. And in response, Kevin Hart comes out and he files a lawsuit against her for attempted extortion mm-hmm. and defamation of character. And the lawsuit alleges that she offered him the opportunity to pay him, pay her, excuse me, mm-hmm. $250,000 and she would kill the story and wouldn't release it. To which he obviously declined, and now she's gone public with the story. I'm still trying to figure out, he just must be surrounded by all the wrong people, because I feel like he finds himself in bullshit every other year. It's like every time you look up, it's more Kevin Hart shit. And I have to think this is the wrong people shit. This is what my gut is telling me. It's the wrong people there. I I did I agree with you on that one. He got the wrong people because what here's the thing. People have been, you know, he's having a meteoric rise to success. He's and he's been successful for such a long time that you would expect that he already weeded out the bullshit people. You would expect that he's weeded out the people who trying to bring him down or trying to uh fuck up his empire. You would think that. Because you know, you would think that. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you would think that, well, but it's not happening. I, it's I'm not here to tell you. I'm here to tell you that it could be thirty years. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. You can be you can be cool as the Dickens with somebody, and you're really not. So, so so much for being able to actually weed stuff out because you think somebody is the person. But go ahead, carry on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you would expect that. You would expect it. But as as evident, uh, you can just say 
I guess you would never know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so, saying. <laughs> well, what's really the real crime, not even the real crime, but when I have time, I go and I read these comments. And so, of course, the black community gives his wife no grace. Like ever since them timelines didn't add up on his last marriage and them start dating, they oh, treated yeah. her like a, a, a mistress and she's never gotten any, you know, grace from that. Mm. And so obviously you have to imagine, right, these cheating allegations while she's pregnant with their children. You like this. I, I mean, I don't know. I give him a year or two more. And then at some point he, she's probably going to call it off. But I'm wondering, like, what is Kevin Hart's, like, his position? Like, is he going to go through with this lawsuit? Because Tasha K kind of came out and, like, she's posted it on everything. This is entertainment. All the statements are alleged. So what is he really going to be suing her for other than the threat of a lawsuit to try to take her under? Because I know she's still hiding her little money from PayPal to Zelle from Cardi B. That's right. <laughs> right. She still Cardi B that two or two or four million. How much ever? is it two million or four I think million? it's four million. Four it's million. Money I think it's she four doesn't million. have. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean she's yeah. about to I be think in trouble it's... again. Uh, Why yeah. is that? Yeah. I, I, I think he can win this. I just I'm what I'm saying is you can't you, you, these are these are allegations, right? With with no proof. So you making you making slanderous allegations against somebody with no proof, and that's exactly what just happened. Now she's gonna say, "Well, I didn't say it; the person said it." But still, but it's on your she, show, like right? It's the exact Very same fine. thing. But no, it's not the exact same thing How because she you because that's exactly you can't sue someone for defamation that didn't say anything about you. If, she now, yes, yeah, she provided a vehicle for and the it platform. To be said. And right. it's happened before. Yeah, but that, but that, but defamation means that the person had to have done something to you. Uh, she had a show. She can't control what people come on her show and say. But if you that's have the topic to of the show, right? No, you have to be able to prove that that person actually. De- fraudulently and knowingly defamed your character she did nothing but allow someone to come on her podcast and speak now maybe he can go and sue the assistant who probably don't have two nickels to put together but he can't sue her for having a show it's no different than you know he can't sue her i mean what what, he's doing it he's doing it you know you can't can't sue for anything thank you i'm about to say right he 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 can sue her. Right. He may not prevail on the merits because go. he would have to prove that she committed defamation against him and she's not said anything. She's just facilitating a discussion. Yeah, now, whether she... it's true or not true. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Other, but yeah, she... Whether Other, it's but... true or not true, mm-hmm. that's not on her. She puts it out there. She has all the disclaimers. These statements are alleged. They have not been verified by me or my team. This is, you know, she puts it out on every platform. But the email that she sent him, that's what that's what I think where the defamation, the character, the defamation part comes in. She sent him an email knowing that this could be a defamation of his character and asked for money. So she knew. Well, you're talking about not, 
Not Tasha. You talking about the sister. no, no, Tasha, no, Tasha, right. no, Tasha K. Oh, that's right. That's right. Her people did. People sent the email. Right. Her people sent the email. From her yeah. saying that, yeah. hey, that's if you don't point. want this if yeah. you play out here, then that. So that's like knowing you know that this is going to be, you know, a bad for this person. You know that this information is is going to defame him. So you sent the email and try to get some money from it so it don't come out. That's why I'm like, it kind of, he kind of got a point, you know? No, no, he doesn't. So, because the defense to defamation is true. So I can't defame you if I'm telling the truth. If I come and I say, you know, man, Breeze had a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, oh, my God, you you embarrassed me. You ruined my reputation. I'm going to sue you for defamation. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, well, wait, is it true? Right. Because the defense to defamation is always true. Right. So all she's saying is, hey, this person approached me and has these allegations. People catch and kill stories all the time. This mm-hmm. That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm not willing to pay. She's saying, okay, well, I'm going to release the story. It could have been a contractual, you know, agreement between the two of them that she wouldn't release the story and he paid X amount of dollars in consideration for her not to release the story. Oh, that not... but it, Go ahead. It, so, but it brings me back to a topic we've been discussing, which is the Will Smith and the allegations between he and Dwayne Martin. And they're like, he's going to sue. You know, now that person spoke specifically on the record saying what he saw. If he can prove that he saw that, or if uh, alternatively, if Will Smith can't prove that he didn't see it, you have no defamation case, which is why I suspect Will Smith has not filed a lawsuit against Bilal as we speak. But how can somebody prove they saw something without a video? It's not, it's not my burden. I'm just saying, I was just, I was just saying in general, without a video, how can you prove you saw something? Um, I can be descriptive. I can be very prescriptive in what I saw, how I saw, where I was. That doesn't mean you could be lying. That doesn't mean you saw it. Yeah, I right. could, that's but right. that's for that's for that's for a court to decide. Well, I'm just I'm just the saying, court- how can you prove? There's no way to really prove that you saw something without having a video to show exactly what transpired. Well, we have people that come and testify all the time as witnesses about what they saw and what they didn't see, and the court decides in terms of reliability well, of a witness. Mm-hmm. And so people, and those statements become fact in whether they're cases, trials, or et cetera. So you get to determine the, the truthfulness of an individual as to whether or not they saw something. But that me saying something about you, even though it may be embarrassing alone, is not enough to say I've defamed you. Because mm-hmm. if it's true, that's just what it is. Now, if I said, Man, Freeze is a terrible father. He don't take care of none of his kids. Yeah, that's that's defamation of there. character. <laughs> that's defamation of character. And Freeze is going to show up with his kids. Right. And they all going to testify against me on how good of a dad <laughs> right. he is. Right. And Freeze is going to take, you know, those $2 that I was using to, to check, you know, my risk. Yeah. Freeze is going to take all the $2 that I got. <laughs> What if, but what if, hold on, I'm, I'm just fucking around. But what if two of them is like, eh, now that I got a chance to speak my truth. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, he all right. He 
right, but I <laughs> we can do better. Like I ain't gonna hey. say he the greatest. She might have some points. Hey, look, hey, look y'all see, hey, look, y'all see the Godfather Part Two with that uh when when uh Michael Corleone walked in with that one guy. <laughs> That's gonna be me walking in with somebody that they know. <laughs> I'll be sitting next to him like, go ahead and lob him if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna think no, so. so intimidation. Intimidation. I say he used intimidation as a means to get what he wants. Hey, <laughs> freeze me hey, in the front row. Do. Hey, freeze me in the front row with the. You know, you used to pop the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be sitting there popping the belt. They be like, pop the belt. <laughs> Oh, no. But yeah, but yeah, like you said, it's it's going to be. I think it's going to be a difficult case. But I think that Kevin Hart will probably use the Cardi B, like he's going to use previous cases to show. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what their defense team is going to do. But yeah. but the difference here is Cardi B sued Tasha K for statements she made. Ah. Tasha K didn't make these statements. She just hosted his assistant. The assistant made these statements. But can't you sue because it's on her platform? Like I said, like G was saying earlier, it's on her platform, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, G has to bear some type of responsibility. It's similar to, like, a newspaper. If if this one a writer put it on your newspaper, the newspaper is liable for the suit as well. Yeah, because the writer is acting... As an agent of the newspaper. In this instance, that assistant is not acting as an agent of Tasha K. She's merely a guest. And Tasha K has provided all sorts of um statements stating these are all alleged statements. This is in fact, in one of them, it was this is pure for pure entertainment. Mm. Like she has gone and crossed every every time you click on a video, it comes up with a warning. These statements are alleged. The the author has no um, mm. veracity for its truthfulness. Has no it like she puts it all out there. Mm. The difference is she made statements directly about Cardi yeah. B. Mm. She you know that's the difference. She didn't do that here. Bilal made statements directly about Will Smith. No, I get that. One I, I'm just I just I now in my opinion has no legal backing whatsoever. If if she just said if the person just came on there like you said and they just made their statements then yes, but to Freeze's point the email I think is a little bit that's a little bit sketchy because now that does seem like extortion of sorts because I'm sending you an email saying hey if you don't want this out you need to send me thirty thousand dollars that's extortion that's not that's otherwise you wouldn't say anything you just run your show. I would suspect that you will find that there are a lot of spaces where you see these catching and killing of stories. It happens all the time. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it happens. I will be interested to see how it plays out. Um, I I don't know where he filed it. I don't know if it's New York, California. I'm guessing it's California, and I don't know the law in that state. But I would be interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, Well, because to your point, that's just like... Or Dandridge. That's just like somebody saying, uh, man, I was selling crack on the corner and I got robbed. They robbed me of my crack. Like, you're not going to say nothing to the police about that because you were already <laughs> doing wrong. 
right? You got robbed, so you not so. So the point I'm trying to make is with some of these catch and kill, they like, oh, I'm just gonna pay because I don't want it out there. But then other people may be like, I'm calling the police because I ain't had nothing to do with it. So I and that, and then my point is in this case, you know, they're. Some of those stories are stories that probably you really are like, look, I just don't want nobody out here to know about this. In Kevin Hart's case, he's like, no, you tried to extort me. And he's probably thinking, you just got hit for something similar with Cardi B. So I probably stand a better chance of winning said case than I would under normal circumstances. Who knows? We'll see what happens. This should be interesting, though. Yeah. But like Dad just said, Again, Will Smith I ain't tried to sue though. <laughs> where is Will Smith's lawsuit? I just think he. I mean, I don't be. I'm be honest. I just think he don't care. Like, and by that, I'm talking about. I know, like, sometimes people say stuff, and you like, you up in arms about it. Then as time go by, you like, whatever. I ain't even gonna get him enough credence to feel important. And it's like I keep moving on. Folks done said stuff about me before that I'm like, yeah, okay. At first I was hot. Then I'm now. Then after two days, I'm like, whatever. They can tell everybody that if they want to. Now, who knows? Jada was the one that said something. It wasn't actually Will. So, and we clearly know we can't listen to anything that she says. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> heard her Fat Joe outfit on. They thought it was Fat Joe. You see that new picture of her with the with her uh her outfit talking about jo- uh, jogging pants or something about stretch leggings or something. And everybody thought no, it was I Fat Joe and losing weight. Oh man, they've been clowning her lately. <laughs> but uh, mm. yo. Uh, this is a great episode coming back. We sorry for the hiatus. Well, I am sorry personally because uh, it was all my fault. Uh, I can't even say it ain't my fault like Silk the Shocker. It was my fault. Uh, but I was in the hospital recuperating. So <laughs> I'm so glad to be back. And this year is going to be an even better year. Because, man, you know, we got fans in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. At the end of the year, we had like seven listens over there. I was like, oh, shoot, Tree Lockett, we getting global. <laughs> Any shots out, Dadrich? Nope, just have a prosperous new year. Yeah, any shots out, G? Nope, that was a slow yes by Dadrich. So <laughs> thank you, everyone. That's what it sounds like. Oh, man. <laughs> and don't forget, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and this is the year we will make a TikTok. <laughs> it won't be a platform by the time we make one. <laughs> we, this is the year. <laughs> we got the domain name. <laughs> we get this is the year. <laughs> we gonna slow yes to TikTok. Right? <laughs> mm. All right, I'll see y'all in a minute. <laughs>